Hey there, it's Amy. Welcome to Chirpcast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. We are finally back. I say we because I'm sitting across the table here with my farmer. Hey, everyone. And it is 2024. Wow. I know. I feel super old saying that. I never... I I used to dream like 2025. That's gonna be so long in the future, and, and yet we still don't have flying cars. Well, we do, but they're just not. we don't have a flying car <laughs> unless I'm driving or our daughter's driving. Then we may have a flying car, especially with Catherine. Uh, so we're back, and I wanted to just share a few things with you. One, pray for me. I have a cold. It's miserable. I know. Every time we. <laughs> do a podcast amy is sniffling and coughing and i, told I have him to keep my finger real close to the mute button because it's the valley yeah it's this valley that we live in the okay. valley of the shadow of death <laughs> i think you really think of that <laughs> i take that scripture personal i guess <sighs> okay so we're gonna talk a little bit today since it's a new year we didn't do the whole new year's resolutions and yay all the new things uh we are going to talk a little bit about seasons of change. What is your favorite season? Uh, the minute that the last bin comes out of the field and into the barn. That's my favorite season. Typical farmer. The end of harvest. Yes. That's your favorite season? Yes. Whatever whatever that falls on. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I, I do enjoy... I'm a little weird where because of... My job and everything, I do like winter better because that's usually when we get to go on vacation and we get to do things. Yeah. Um, plus, I typically like cold weather better than warm weather because I'm a big guy for those that can't hear that in the voice of <laughs> me. Uh, I'm a big guy. And so uh, there's a lot of cushion around this guy. And uh, summer just doesn't treat me well because I just get super hot. And, yeah. And I think I'm the forced, older... forced people. By the girls in my family to keep a long beard, which means it gets hot. A long beard? Oh, really? Too, oh, yeah. ZZ Top stuff. Three three inches long? That's not a long beard. <laughs> I mean, I don't have one, so I can't really say, but I think the older I get, the more I hate summer. I've said it before. As a kid, I love summer, being out in the sun, running around. Yeah, I can't. I, no, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> it, it, I'm okay well, with the winter time. Now. It gets hot here. I mean, it yeah. just we, we're in our climate locally. We get up to 110 degrees, 113 degrees when it gets really crazy. It's miserable. Crazy. I hate it. Right now, looking out the window, I'm staring at fog. So it's kind of eerie. You've got the vineyard, and then you've got all these weird like tree outlines in the fog so that's kind of weird it was crazy though when i took the littles to school this morning it was nice and sunny and then i saw the fog bank and i was even telling the kids making a big deal i make a big deal out of everything yeah you do and i'm like guys look we're getting ready to go into the fog bank and all that and they're like okay and i'm like look now it's foggy i wonder if your school's gonna be in fog or in sun and then they kind of engaged they're like mm, maybe sun i don't know we don't care You're they were going to school they're not too concerned about anything right now until recess happens. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyways, it was, but then it, when I left, we got, I got out of the fog bank and it looked like the fog was lifting. Like it was really kind of a crazy phenomenon. And and then now it's, we're socked in in fog again. Yeah. So, kind of weird. Yeah. You can only see partially across the field. The you vineyard. Yeah. Yeah. 
field, vineyard, <laughs> whatever it is out there, <laughs> your livelihood. <laughs> the thing that I'm in. The thing that on. sustains our uh, warmth in our house while it's cold. So, okay. So we're talking a little bit about seasons and seasons of change. <clears throat> and sometimes change is a really good thing. I love change. We've talked about that before. I enjoy things that are different. I move our furniture around. Mm -hmm. I change. Uh, I've even, <laughs> one thing I did recently, kind of a big change in our house was uh, I sold our piano. Mm -hmm. Are you still crying about that? Let's move on. Because <laughs> one day I will I be I have Beethoven. Kleenex over here. Would you like one? <laughs> one day I will be Beethoven. One day? Okay, let me just tell you, this man sitting across from me has sworn that he was going to learn how to play this piano for the last 20 years. This thing has been sitting in, and it's an, it was, an, it was, it still is, <laughs> as far as I know, an upright piano, and it just took up space. I mean, you, you, you we don't have like Christmas a library with the piano it. in it. It's, oh, it yeah. was kind of in our, it was in an, when I say it was in our kitchen, that sounds weird, but. It's all open, so it was kind of in we our kitchen. We have an open concept house. Yeah, our living room, our kitchen, our dining room. It's all one big area. So it was in the it was in the west wing of our kitchen. <laughs> okay. So change was kind of a thing. So taking the piano out now has seemed to open up our kitchen a little bit. To it, a barista bar. Yeah, it is. And I love it because now I have all the coffee cups. I have... Which, by the way, I don't drink coffee, so this was a selfish move on your part. Shame on you. You never practiced the piano a day in your life. I, don't even I pretend. I hit every once in a while. <laughs> so did the cat, but that doesn't make him a piano player. Better than me. <laughs> the dog did it a couple of times and about scared himself to death, but that's beside the point. He's afraid of his own shadow. So change is something that is inevitable. It's it going to happen. It's going to come... Sometimes we invoke change, like, you know, whatever, cutting all of our hair off, or sometimes it's change that we don't anticipate and it just happens and then, ta-da, here we are. I think for most people, it's the change that's unexpected. That's the one that's hard. That's the that's the hard one. The one that it's coming out of the left field, you didn't know, and it, and it rattles yeah. the foundation a little bit. I agree. Bit. I agree. So we've had a few of those changes happen within our life in the last year. And no yet joke. here again, we have another change that is upon us. And I say upon us because <laughs> it will impact our whole family. And the, and the, the change is um, something that we provoked. It's not something that we, we, we this is a strategy that we, we had done Um of course, seeking after the Lord, of course, asking the Lord, you know, which way he would have us to go on this. Uh, but it's something that brings us back to the same kind of decision that we made uh, almost 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, and that's the decision for you to come back home. Yes. And I did not run away. <laughs> I am coming home. Um, you are the I have, child. You know this, right? I've been working outside the home for uh, a little while and so now with the little ones in the house we felt like it would be a better um, environment for them to be able to have somebody at home who is a caregiver like all the time so that when they're sick well, I'm at home uh, you logistically know. we just had to make this change because I can't do 
everything. Like, and not, I'm not saying that to be mean. Like, <laughs> wow, that sounds like I do nothing. That sounds so arrogant, but it's <laughs> really it, no. It, it meant that during the day, a normal day, I I can't take the kids to school, then go jump on a tractor, then do my ministry responsibility, then go pick up the kids again. Uh, and then the other thing is we have them in an after school program, which is great and we love it and we we're grateful for it. Uh, but unfortunately it's not giving them the individual attention that they probably need. And so, um, these kids are needy. They, they need a lot of, they need a lot of kids in general are needy. (laughs) All children, our our littles are needy, need, need some, need some special attention because, you know, we just need to get them uh, on track and on, uh, you know, telling them about their education. And so anyways, our decision for you to come home was a logistic one. Um, yes, it takes uh, resources maybe out of our, our hands a little bit, but we're just going to trust on God because at the end of the day, we'd made this decision with our, um, our OG daughter uh, and you came home from a very lucrative job. Uh, and we made it work. And that's the thing is we made it work. No, we weren't able to buy a bunch of stuff or go to a lot of places, but the, the reward is that we, we were able to spend a lot of quality time with Catherine and, uh, you helped raise her to be a great, wonderful woman now. Wow. Thanks. And I will accept this war award on behalf of myself. You accept the war? <laughs> I accept the war. <laughs> I it was feel like a war it. sometimes. Because <laughs> that's the thing is what happens when change happens is doubt happens. Yeah. It gets frustrating. You are always wondering some days it's like, did we make the right choice? Is this the right thing I should be doing? Especially when I run in from looking at my bank our bank account and say, We have five dollars. <laughs> five dollars in our checking account. Woo! Hey, at least it's not three. <laughs> And your next question is, can I buy that thing from Hobby Lobby? Uh, no. No, I don't think anything costs $3 at Hobby Lobby. Uh, <laughs> well, know. maybe when it's on clearance. So change can be really hard. It can be frustrating. It can be um, a battle. It can be worrisome. It can be very worrisome. And it reminds me of the scripture in Matthew chapter 6. And um, it actually starts in like the end of verse, sorry. 34, um, and it says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I love that line. Each day has enough trouble of its own because that is so true. I mean, I have known people that have literally spent their life wringing their hands in worry, constantly worried about everything, worried about, um, where they were going to go, what they were going to do. Um, where their family was, what their health was going to look like in a year, like just constant worry. And those kind of people that have that mentality of worry are kind of difficult people to be around, I think. For me, they are. Well, because they spill that worry onto others. Yeah. And it makes other people worry with them, you know. Um, As a certified uh, and bonafide type A personality. <laughs> uh, I will tell you that we have to be careful because we can really create our own worry yeah. in which we have to suffer through. Um, and then we act like that is part of life and that is just what we have to do. It's and, like your burden to bear. Yeah. And it's you really, have to worry about everybody else. Like you take that on well, as a personal hobby to mm-hmm. worry about 
well, what about this? And what about that? And this person and that person and money. And what are they going to do in that situation? And how are they going to handle that? And what are they going to make that decision? And and then you double lot. double that that type A personality with a codependent mm. uh, problem, mm-hmm. and you are in hyperdrive of worry city. Yeah. Because not only are you trying to strategize your life as a type A, you're also trying to strategize everyone else's life to make them right. happy. But the thing is, it's only in your mind. Because you can't, you can strategize all you want. You can well, think about it. You can tell them about it. Okay. But you can't make it happen. But in full transparency, when we were first married, I didn't know that balance very well. And so you felt abandoned by me because, especially when Catherine first came into this situation, because I was worrying about so many other yeah. people and I was actively worrying, meaning I was actually going and helping them right. do their things. All the while you were at home with a newborn kind of wondering. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> Where I was. <laughs> How come you're not helping me? Why? Are you... Yeah. I've got things like diapers to change around here, you know? I am not the type A. No. Not in the least. No. I think, I think if there was a type A and a type Z, I would be type Z. Uh, yeah. Maybe because I am the person that is like, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, that's literally my tagline for life is we'll figure it out. I, I don't, I try, okay, I'm doing better. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm doing the, I'm doing better at planning, like trying to be ahead of the game because mm-hmm. I know how frustrated I get when I'm behind the eight ball. That's personal. Okay, guys, when she says she's trying, that means that she's bought in 500 journals. I've bought in. Yes. Purchased. Whatever. And, have written a schedule in each one of them and then just can't figure out which one. That's is the not right one. true. That is so not true. I found the book in you the car. Yes, I did. There's a notepad <laughs> in the center console of our thing that has all our dinner plans. Our dinner planning, and then you're supposed to see she's making a face. I make faces because I have no idea what you're yeah. talking about. So she is putting in <laughs> effort in trying to be more organized. Is she there yet? Probably mm. not. Mm. Not not in the least. But isn't it funny okay. that somebody who actually creates journals, by the way, you can check them out on Amazon, search my name. You can find them. They're super cute. They're great journals for like all kinds of stuff. Writing letters, notes, lists that you're never going to complete. <laughs> and yet I'm so bad at that. Yes. Because you know why? I like to create the cover art. <laughs> but okay. So, but that I, feeds my need for creativity. Does I, it help me? Not in the least bit. <laughs> okay. But, 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 but I will say that you are doing better at trying to get more organized. I think in the course of 24 years now mm-hmm. that we've been married. Yes. I think that we are starting to mold some of the habits that would drove us crazy, but we're trying to, we're, we're, picking, we're, up on we're them. picking up on them a little bit. I mean, it's taken a long time. To, you know, to get <laughs> I'm there. a slow learner. What can I say? <laughs> well, me too, because I think I am a little bit more uh, spontaneous than I used to be. Uh, yeah. But I, yeah, a little. A li- I'm saying a little, yeah. I'm not, I am not claiming that I am you at all. Uh, or that you are me, but we're starting to rub, like, you're like saying, oh, well, maybe he makes sense there. Or yeah. and I'm saying, hey, maybe it's a little more funner in life to be a little spontaneous, you know. But I think when things happen, like, f- okay, for us together, our personalities, you being type A, me being... Type whatever. Type fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah. I think that we balance 
And I think it's good to have people in our lives that balance because if myself and all of my friends were all, you know, whatever, <laughs> we'll see what happens, we would never make plans. No. But you have to have the people in your life who balance you out during those seasons of change because for some, when change happens, like for oftentimes, it would be leaning more towards you. When change happens that is a big change, it can kind of emotionally maybe throw you into a little bit of a tailspin and I can kind of be like, it'll be fine. We'll be okay. But then we have to balance each other because it can't always just throw my hands in the air and say, it'll be fine. We'll figure it out. Sometimes you have to have a plan. Sometimes you have to have a savings account. You have to have money set aside for things that happen. And one of the things that just drives me is that I do not want to waste energy or time. I agree. I would rather be efficient with every minute with every ounce of my energy that I have, because as I'm getting older, I'm finding that I don't have as much. And so I have what? to be strategic. You're old. Hush your mouth right now. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to be the same age next week. Don't worry about it. But yet you look so much older. Oh, wow. I know. Too bad. I don't have the board. That'd be a mute button right there. Oh, I, yeah, there you go. There you go. Exactly. Okay. That's what you should be saying. Uh huh. So, anyways, when we think about worry, and people, and this is our conversation is probably resounding yes to some people because they're like, maybe they're more like me, where they're like, hey, I worry because I have to be strategic in everything I do. Or maybe they're like you and they go, I worry because I don't know what tomorrow's going to (laughs) bring. You know, I don't know what it's going to bring, but I guess we'll see if I wake up. (laughs) See, <laughs> that's kind of my mentality. I'm like, are you surprised that you wake up every morning? It's like, no. wow, I'm awake. Well, hey. maybe depending on how much cough syrup I've taken the night before. I don't even measure it anymore. It's just a drink. I just take a drink out of the bottle. You know what you're just admitting right now? <laughs> I am not a cough syrup junkie. I just want to sleep. That's all. And I want to breathe. Maybe I shouldn't drink so much cough syrup. <laughs> I might not breathe. Please send your uh, <laughs> condolences to <laughs> at ChirpCastAmy on Instagram. Okay, so back on course. Oh, squirrel. So Matthew 6 also talks about something that we should do, and it's actually verse 33, and it says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So before that, it's talking about um, we worry about our clothes. We worry about what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? You know, all these things. And We're going it says, all the way back to verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink yeah. or your body, what you will wear is life is not life more than food. Wow. And the body more than clothes. Yep. Yeah. There's so much more about what happens in our lives than just the everyday stuff. But yet, it's what we choose to focus on. When change happens, sometimes it throws us for a loop because we're so focused on the small things about life where God's like, I've got this huge big picture going on and you don't necessarily see all the pieces, but you have to put your trust in me. And so worrying about everything all the time just makes no sense. And. I mean, you can keep going down in this in this chapter, and there's some verses that are offensive to a type A. I mean, honestly, <laughs> look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. They're not strategic. Nope. And yet, 
your heavenly father feeds them. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, don't get all prideful on Uh me over there. I love it because it's a little bit tongue in cheek also. And in verse 28, why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? Like they're not even worried about what they look like. And yet Mm -hmm. they're beautiful because God has provided for them to look like what they look like. I'm telling you, a little bit of sarcasm there in the Bible. I realize some people say sarcasm is of the devil, but I disagree. <laughs> okay. We have to understand that God is in control no matter what tomorrow holds. And just like the end of verse 34, it says each day has enough trouble of its own. There's no point of trying to run around and put out fires that, one, we didn't set. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think honestly that Satan just keeps us busy trying to run around putting out everybody else's fires and we're not focused on the things that God wants us to focus on, which is living a life that seeks his kingdom and seeks after him. And that really is the key point. If you want to stop worrying, then be mindful of Christ, his kingdom And what God has done for us, through us, and will guide us to the promised land um, for those that believe in Jesus. Exactly. We have to keep our focus on that. I mean, for the listener here, I I just hope that we do encourage you to keep focused on Christ. Don't 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 get caught up in um, the the crossing your T's and dotting your I's so much. But honestly. Focus on Christ and Christ alone and watch him work through your life so you don't have to worry anymore. Exactly. I hope that you were encouraged today and that you can be embraced by God's grace and mercy and love today. If you are interested in checking out some of my books, you can search the book titles on Amazon, Chased by Grace, Embraced by Grace, and Inconvenient Calling. If you'd like to follow me, go ahead and check out my Instagram at Amy. I'll catch you next time. Have a great day, everyone.